This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia, The Labor Show. J-Doc and Krause. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by the law offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is a special edition of The Labor Show with J-Doc, Krause, and John Doherty. Live on a Saturday night here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause, special edition of the Labor Show. The John Doherty Hour is a double shot. Two hours tonight, J. Doc, uh, with John Doherty. Uh, a lot to talk about. We're going to cover a lot of ground. We're going to celebrate a little bit, and then we're going to get into some nuts and bolts and some details about what's in front of the building trades. Absolutely, Joe. We, we, we have a, uh, you know, it is a celebratory time, no question about it. This is a big show, uh, and, and there's good reason for that. There's a word called solidarity in the labor community. It means united, it means together. That word we're going to talk about a lot tonight, uh, particularly because of the recent uh, actions at the building trades. Awesome stuff to talk about. Well, I guess the best way to uh, bring in John Doherty and begin um, the two-hour special tonight um, is the lead-in by saying unanimous vote, unopposed. Uh, standing O for the big guy. John Doherty, welcome in, my friend. How are you? What's happening, guys? Well, see, we're going to have about five minutes, just you and I, because you know we're going to lose Joey to the uh, Belmont Stakes for five minutes. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. That's exactly that right. right. <laughs> so, so, John, talk about um, it was a big week last week. That was unanimous. We talk about um, solidarity. Um, it was a, a re-election at the at the Philadelphia Building Trades. Of course, uh, you know you ran unopposed, uh, and and uh, it, it's it's just a great feeling to have solidarity uh, at at the Building Trades and at the top of our union community. Talk about it, if you will, my friend. Well, I've said before, this is the most talented group of business managers. And when I make that statement, people say, okay, you're just being political, you're placating the group you have now. You know, I started out, and I told you, I accredit, you know, every ounce of street smarts that I have from growing up at the second in Jackson playground, Reverend Burke playground, 2J playground, every single ounce from being there from four years old to 16 years old, seven days a week, Okay. I accredit every ounce of union smarts that I have for the people that I started with. I started with, okay, Sam Staten, okay, legendary. Jim Williams, international president for the painters and the glaziers. At that time, he was the business manager. Marty Mataloni, 
international president. At that time, he was just a business manager. Tom Kelly, secretary treasurer of the Sheet Metal Workers. And these are all international stars. They were all local business managers. John Doherty, cement mason's international president. Okay? Don't you see the theme? The talented people, the paddlings, career, okay, activists. Head of the AFL-CIO, it's not a tremendous job. Pat Gillespie, head of the building trade, okay? Ed Coyell, legendary carpenter. I mean, you just go on and on and on. I learned right then, okay, I tell the story all the time. You know, my first meeting, way back there, you know, in August of 93, I show up and they say, Ed Keenan, legendary Ed Keenan. He says to me, sit in the corner. They had a little Superman cape there for me that, mm -hmm. that you know, kind of, you know, embarrass me a little bit. And by the way, it was a guy by the name of Joe Doherty wasn't, you know, too slow either. He was the, the star over the iron workers, happened to be <laughs> Joe's dad. Okay, so, but, you know, they, they busted my hump a little bit. Then Ed Keenan says to me, he sent down like four binders of notes. And he said, okay, you're the secretary treasurer of the trades now. Okay, star. I said, okay. He said, here's a pen. He said, start taking notes. He said, oh, by the way, in honor of you, we ordered breakfast sandwiches. I said, okay. He said, you got to go get them. I said, go across the street. He said, oh, by the way, you got to pay for them. <laughs> so I always tell people what I did was I took all the notes. I went across the street and got the breakfast. I paid for it. And I came back and I did what I was told. Okay, because them guys were legendary in their own right. They taught me how to negotiate and probably more importantly, when to negotiate. Okay, they taught me when to talk and probably more importantly, when not to talk. Okay, they were just legendary in their own right. They were great guys. Fast forward to today. Okay, we still have you know, a lot of senior leadership. You know, we talk about it, it goes underestimated. Okay, the Wayne Millers of the world. Doesn't come from the biggest union, but the boy does he have a lot of input. You take a look at Pat Eating. Been around a long time. Sam Staden Jr., okay? Then you look at some of the, the younger, more and Joe Ashdale. And by the way, uh, you know, Joe Ashdale's wife had a major setback. She's in the hospital. Please keep her in your prayers. I know that it's not an easy day or an easy time for the Ashdales right now. But he, in his own right, he's, he's taken a group of unions and put them together in that district council, and it's done a fabulous job. Okay, then you look at some of the younger guys. You know, we talk about Ryan Boyer and Michael Barnes and Jimmy Snell, but there's a lot of new guys, too. And then, you, and then you talk about the guys that have grown up in the system. Sean McCullough, the roofers. You don't see much about them, okay? You, uh, you know, I, I talk to the, you hear me say that some of the basic trades talent, Mike Nobbs, these guys are out there every single day. I don't know if we've ever, we've ever had a more cohesive group. And we work so well together, okay? We work so well together during the, the COVID pandemic. Uh, we didn't miss a beat. You know, our, you've heard it many times. Our procedures and policies became book wall or adopted almost verbatim by OSHA, which is the safety arm of the country, of the federal government. Every single move we made Okay, it was mirrored by all the other building trades unions across the country, primarily almost all of them on the East Coast. You know, we, we, we feel the calls from, you name it, San Fran, L.A., uh, New York, uh, Boston, you know, uh, everybody was calling. 
And when you say, okay, Boston, think about that. The head of the Boston building trades at one time, who wound up being the mayor of Boston, who is now, okay, and on the verge of being the best secretary of labor ever. Okay, where else do you get a business manager from the labor's union who winds up being the head of the Boston building trades, who winds up being the mayor of Boston, okay, and oversees a tremendous growth of construction, union-friendly construction, okay, is now the head of the labor department in D.C. So there's a tremendous amount of people who count on us our good friend Sean, okay, is the head of the National Building Trades, and everybody knows Sean. He's he's a Philadelphia, you know, resident. He comes from that powerful local 21, Joe McGarvey. He is uh, someone who has a great relationship with us, counts on us. They had this charitable event. We hosted it a couple of years ago. He told me it might have been the most successful one they've had. You know, it's a combination of a lot of sporting events, a lot of dinners, but what they do is they bring a lot of heavy hitters in and raise a lot of money for a lot of charitable causes. And I've been saying for a while, these guys are so good, not just from a structural, contractual world, but these guys, when it gets the philanthropic, okay, you know, and you, 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 you put our building trades, our dollars, our school facilities, okay, our charitable efforts, our politics, Okay, and we dwarf all these other players. You know, what we do every day is what Comcast tries to do once a month. Okay, if you look at politics, we got maybe the one, three, and five largest PAC funds in the Commonwealth. We put more people out on the lecture than anybody else. You take a look at our apprenticeship programs, they're second to none. Talk about it a little bit later, but I had 40, 45 legislators down at Local 98 to talk about our virtual education and the fact that we have 100 and some courses that every member at no expense can go on and not only upgrade their skills, but get certification and CDs, which are continuing education credits that people pay money for. They get that as being part of the Philadelphia building trade. They get that being part of some of the most powerful mechanical and basic trades in the country. It's the John Doherty Hour. It's a two-hour special with John Doherty here tonight on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. John, let me ask you about uh, September 2015 uh, when you, at that point, took over the building trades. And I'd love to know what you know today that you didn't know then, if anything at all. Well, it's funny. I had a, I had a, a great entree into the job because Pat Gillespie was a dear friend and uh, allowed me the opportunity to work with him and for him. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, Pat had, you know, quite a few decades of a run in him and he, he did a really good job. But uh, I guess the thing that I didn't realize, of course, you know, issues like the pandemic, COVID, social unrest, okay, the changing economics, nobody could have predicted the Trump presidency or the Trump Department of Justice. So you look in my last few years as, as leader of one of the biggest building trades, you know, team uh, in, in America, okay, you look at what we had to handle. I don't think anybody in the country has handled all that. You know, we were able to balance 
okay, a relationship with the White House, okay, to develop six new ships at the Navy Yard and take what was a Navy Yard that was almost dark, and now I'm going to have thousands of people working there building ships. Okay, and we did it by going down and doing business with a Trump, okay, uh, relationship. And anybody that were any of these meetings, okay, and I felt very comfortable. I walked in all these meetings, and I said, look, I just want to let you know, okay, anything we do here comes with no quid pro quo or no expectations. So don't think that there's going to be support because philosophically and the way that you're attacking our industry isn't working. But you need a partner here to get these ships built, and we are that partner. You know, it fit into his agenda and it fit into our jobs. So, you know, the rest of that, you know, we worked hard to get Biden elected. You know, and Pennsylvania was big, and you don't win Pennsylvania big without Philadelphia. And we were still at the heart and soul of all the election day output. And I always laugh. All you have to do is take a look back. There were like 30,000 changeovers one year and 30,000 changeover new registrations the two years that, you know, we just happened to have a local judge run for the Supreme Court. You just don't see people turning over 60,000 new voters. You just don't see that. You know, and, and we do things like that. And you don't see when we're working, we're really tough to handle. And that's why my whole secret is, you know, keeping us working. You know, my motto for the next four years, and I said it that day, is you're going to have to be building trades friendly if you want to be our friend. You know, too many people hide behind, you know, say, hey, I'm union only, or or, I'm union friendly, or I had a grandfather that was in a union. And it takes about 20 minutes to figure out what union their grandpa was in. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have to know everything about us. You're going to have to be our partner. You're going to have to have us over for dinner. You're going to have to sit at the table with us. Okay, we want to be at the table. The days of us just sending you our check and letting you, you know, say, hey, I'm for you, you know, over. You know, we worked hard to get at that table. We gave it back a little bit because we thought we had a lot of friends here. We learned the hard way that, you know, our friends were not uh, always our friends, you know, and they hit prime. We're union friendly. So you've got to be building trades friendly from here on out. It's, it's earning the respect, John. Uh, you know, the talk is cheap, and you do hear a lot of people talk about we're union-friendly. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, we, we obviously work hard to, to, to support those who support us. The next thing you know, um, you know, there's legislation coming out, and, 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 and uh, they forget, you know, who supported them, uh, you know, and, and, and what unions are really all about. So that, and, and that's a big message. Uh, when we come back, and after Joe uh, Krause takes us to the break, I'm not trying to produce the show, Joe. Okay, good. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> I definitely want to talk about leadership uh, and, and, and how you know this ship is, is, is completely united going in, in the same direction. Because uh, logistically speaking, um, it just, you know, we just don't wake up in the morning all on the same page. Um, but we didn't get here overnight either. Uh, so you know, we'll, we'll, we'll roll into that after, we, after the break. It's the John, it's the it's the John Doherty Hour being produced by J Doc. Boom on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of the Labor Show are sponsored by Plumbers Local six ninety, Sheet Metal Workers Local nineteen, Iron Workers Local four hundred one, and SEIU Local thirty two BJ District twelve hundred one. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with 
so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll veto it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. Double shot of the John Doherty Hour here tonight on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Great lineup of guests that are going to join us as the show rolls on. Coming up at 633, Ryan Boyer will be with us. Top of the hour, Jay Doc, to kick off hour number two. Uh, Wayne Miller, Mike Barnes will join us a little bit later. Jim Snell uh, will be with us as well. All conversation uh, about the agenda. John Doherty, um, uh, unopposed as we celebrate um, the re-election uh, leading into the building trades now five years later, um, and John Doherty still at the helm, uh, leading the way stronger today, my friend, than perhaps he was five years ago, if that's possible. Exactly, and 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 we and I don't think I said it though. I want to congratulate you, John, because you've not only on on obviously being on a post and 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 another four years of leadership, but. On a, on, a, on a job you've done um, with your leadership. I also want to shout out to Frank Keel, who does a great job putting this together every week. Thank God, for Frank. Uh, having said that, John, um, you just don't wake up in the morning as a labor leader, as, a, as the business manager of the building trades, and as, as other business managers of all the unions on the same page. Sometimes um, it's like having your own family, but sometimes we have jurisdictional disputes. Um, sometimes... Um, we don't agree on everything, but it, it reminds me of brothers, and sometimes we can get in our own little arguments, but we're always on the same page, um, you know, f- for the long haul and, and big picture. Talk about what that's like and being a leader um, uh, of, of so many different complex unions. Well, again, it's everybody has a different interest, okay, but we all have a common goal. Okay, so that makes it easy. I know that everybody who sits around our executive board and everyone who participates, either being one of our trustees or an officer, and you mentioned Ryan, and I'm going to talk about Ryan in a little bit, you know, and I'd love to introduce him with the proper introduction. The way I introduced him on Tuesday to Wednesday to 50-some legislators, okay? I am... Practical. I've been doing this a long time. You know, again, you, you heard how I, you know, I listen better today than ever. And we have some smart people. And everybody's entitled to an emotional moment. You know, so when you lose a job or everybody's good on a job but your trade, when I get a call, I expect the call to be, hey, I'm bad. What are you going to do about it? Or I'm bad and I'm going to protest. Are you going to honor it? Or is the organization on honor? I'm bad, but how can we make up the money? Can we make it up across the board? Do I have to make it up myself? Things like that. It's just they're consistent conversations. And thank God over the years I have the ability, have, having been in a lot of different, you know, jobs and titles and committees, and, and I have a lot of friends and a lot of resources. So I've been able to basically, you know, calm our crew down and try to get to the best. But if you take a look, you, you hear me talk about Jimmy Snell, who we'll talk about a little bit later, and John Bland, who's another great guy. Congratulations. John just became a grandpa again to a healthy big baby. All right. Uh, Bland's are all big, man. He's, they, let me tell you, starting from the babies up to, <laughs> up to, the, to the sons. Uh, great guy. But John Bland and Jimmy Snell lose a refinery. Okay? Then they almost lose an industry. 
And then we talk a little bit about RINs, which is that taxation, which is, you know, five, six times overpriced, which is killing our industry. I've watched them guys, you know, understand. I understand what their issue is. And I did not always know their issue. But I've become pretty good. I worked hard to get their issue. Why? Because John Bland and Jimmy Snell, okay, were staggering. But they wouldn't fall down. They fought every round until they got themselves in a position where the Wall Street Journal basically quoted them two guys in an article supporting rent reduction or the price of rent reduction. They have people in D.C. now. They were able to juggle, you know, life with the Trump administration and their industry. Some days he was for it, some days he wasn't, pretty much like the way he was with everything. Okay? But now they got the Biden administration, you know, listening to them. Granted, the Biden people, first they opted away with the Keystone Pipeline, which would send a terrible message. They didn't even let that bother them. They said, okay, he threw red meat to the AOCs of the world. Now let's talk about, you know, how we can survive with fossil fuels and emerging energy. So I had that on one hand. Then on the other hand, okay, I get the issues between when we do downsize. For example, I told you when the electrical industry, you know, went wireless, you know, how to let people know the, the IBEW had to reach out and let people know that this was still the electrical industry. So you juggle jurisdiction, you juggle possession, you juggle assignment, which are all complicated words, contractual words. And under any other industry, they would probably wind, wind up on the desk of a very expensive lawyer. In most cases, then things wind up on my desk. And we had a meeting over some iced tea, usually from Dunkin' Donuts, a bagel with some cream cheese, usually from Dunkin' Donuts, right down the street from the building trade union hall. Okay, we sit around a table and we say, okay, you've been doing it for 20 years, you've been doing it for two. Okay, I would think that 20 years, you know, works, but you might not be educating people like the person who's been doing it for two. You know, where do we meet? And we meet in the middle or sometimes we just make decisions that work. Okay, so then you have a basic trades and you have a mechanical trades. And you have someone like Ryan who, who has someone like Bob Heenan. You know, every time we have a contract, somebody always cherry picks one line or one job or one assignment. And the, and the operating engineers will know. They have a, they have a, a situation, they have a, uh, an individual known as Oilers. Well, it seems to be a, every time that we have a big contract or they have a collective bargaining agreement, some GC, some owner or somebody, you know, picks on that. Everybody needs a reason to pick, and they would pick on that. And if you ever listen to Bob Heeman explain, okay, why and how he uses them, and how that is an opening, an opportunity to bring people in from the neighborhoods in which you're working, people of color, diversification, things along them lines. If you ever listen to him talk about, you know, how these jobs, you know, this has been a continuing, you know, conversation that has been modified over the years. So what happens is when you get that stuff, you, you always have conversations. You always sit people down. And again, you have someone like Bob who's been around forever, you know, from and from a basic trade perspective, okay, I said it was somebody like Ryan who has consumed a lot of power in a short period of time, and that's a recipe for scrutiny, but it's also a recipe for jealousy, okay. And I kind of been in that role, I, you know. I'm the most scrutinized guy in this town. Probably maybe me and Rizzo, maybe you know one and two for history, but I also, 
you know, I had a lot of people taking shots at me because one period of time, you know, I had a little bit of juice. Okay, Ryan Boyer is in that position now, and he's handled it unbelievably well. In fact, my opening conversation when I introduced him to a truckload of legislators at Local 98's union facility, I said, here's a guy that some people say has too much. I don't believe he has enough. When you get somebody that's hot, it's like playing basketball. When you get somebody who's scoring 30, 40 points a game, you feed them the ball. You don't take them out because they scored 30 points or they took 20 shots. So Brian Boyer is a 40-point-a-game scorer. You feed him the ball. You let him score, and he carry our team to victory. Okay? There's a, they have issues up at Cheney. They've always had issues up at Cheney. I don't know when we haven't had issues at Cheney. Here's a person who he wears diversification on everything that he has. Okay, he also has chaired the board Delaware Port Authority, and I watched him because I was there and I was a partner. I watched him get higher bond ratings and lower tolls. You know what that is? That is a masterpiece. When you get higher bond rating and lower tolls, that means you know what you're doing. Okay, I watched him in partnership with Sam Staten. And I say in partnership because you mentioned about it earlier. Brothers occasionally have fistfights. Sam, in his own right, is a very, very dominant leader. Sometimes leaders don't click as well as they should. Ryan came onto the scene and he understood, you know, Sam's territory and he understand territory that was still virgin territory that he went after. Okay, he's done a fabulous job. You see how, I, look, I'm not, this is nothing to do with politics. This has nothing to do with me placating, you know, my base here. Okay, that's why I tell you, this group of guys we have here will probably in the long run be better than the most successful team I started with. Because Ryan has the ability to take over a board and get higher bond ratings and lower tolls. Jimmy Snell has the ability to weather the storm and refocus his union and, again, reposition his union. Okay, I can go on and on. Your guy, Kevin Boyle, your industry's under attack, Joe. Okay, you got a couple guys who bring people in. They hire by the day. Yep. Okay, they get they go up the rank Lankin Lankin all. No disrespect to my men and nice, but they bring the group in there. That they, they they show off out of one day jobs. They don't have the proper ten, uh, jobs. So I think it's shady something. The contractor. Okay, they break every law in the book. Okay, as it pertains to the way we do business. Okay, not only safety, wages, benefits. You know, you name it. Okay, that kid is learning every single day how to juggle his successes versus the challenges of being under attack for the first time. The elevator operators, Joe Williams, in his own right, he's, he's very political, very astute. Okay, you should see him in these meetings. He'll sit in a meeting, say nothing. All of a sudden, I'll look down at my phone, and he'll shoot me a text. That will be something about his industry that will be so sharp that I actually chuckle. But you, you get the message? You hear me yep. talk about Michael Barnes. Michael Barnes has live nations on speed dial. Jeff Gordon calls Michael Barnes just to see what the Phillies are doing. <laughs> okay? These guys are good. They're only getting better. And the fact that they vote for me made it a very good day for me. I felt really excited about it. A tiny bit emotional. It's been a difficult couple of years. But 
not from productivity, but the building trades. Everybody made money last year. Everybody stayed working during the pandemic. Everybody basically had full employment. So I guess when people looked at their bottom line and they realized that, you know, I passed the ball around, you know, I guess they gave me another shot. And they also gave another shot. And they also gave you a standing O. We'll get to a commercial break. Ryan Boyer will join us after the break. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Iron Workers Local 405, and Steam Fitters Local 420. We're going to try to work with Republicans in a bipartisan way to find solutions to what really is not working. And back here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, the John Doherty Hour, as we come to you live, a double shot of John Doherty tonight as we go two full hours uh, here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. John, I uh, want to grant your wish, my friend, and uh, give you the ability or give you the opportunity to uh, introduce our next guest who's going to join us and help us close out this uh, first hour of two. Well, I'm, I'm only going to repeat myself, what I just said. You know, I, I'm, I don't know if, Ryan, you were listening, but what I said a few minutes ago is when I introduced you the other AM of the local 98 Union Hall for 550 legislators, I said that, you know, being in your position, okay, and being really successful at what you are, you are a 40-point-a-game scorer. When you have a 40-point-a-game score on your team, you feed him the ball. You don't take him out of the game because he scored 40 points. So what I said is, hey, when Ryan Boyer is on your team, you feed him the ball. You let him lead your team to victory. He's a scorer. He gets things done. Knowing that you wear diversity on your chest as well as your history at the DRPA, okay, the history is the things people at Wall Street look at, okay? You, have, you raise the bond rating and lower the toll. Okay? That is a recipe for corporate The fact that you are able to talk every issue in our industry, okay? So, as I said to the legislators, you know, Cheney University is looking for leadership. They don't have to look any farther than you. The building trades, we're proud to have you as your president. It makes it easy for me to lead when I know that you have my back. That's how I I personally feel, and that's how publicly I I say. The building trades are stronger. You know, when I talk about Barnes, I talk about Snell, I talk about Mosquito, I talk about Williams, I talk about McCall, I talk about every one of them, boy, one and one. And when I get a chance to talk about you, I let people know, you are the big leagues, you're a 40-point-a-game scorer, and the odds are that you're just not always a labor leader. Somewhere, someday, you're either going to be a mayor, a senator, or a congressman because people need to be represented, and you represent people. That's how they feel. Hey, John, John, thank you. you. You know that quite simply I'm a John guy, and I think that you're a rock star. And what you have meant to this labor movement, uh, it'll be it'll be documented in books and documentaries for generations to come. The name John J. Doherty and what you did for IBW first and the and the Philadelphia Building Trades second, 
will, will definitely be etched in Wisconsin and Philadelphia and in, in history of the, this United States. And you fought for the working guy, and I've learned so much from you. And to hear that from you, uh, honestly, I am humbled and I'm in awe because I hold you in such high esteem. Uh, no one works harder. No one understands the issues. And no one puts together what it means on a bigger level than, than John Doherty. And, and I mean that. I've never saw anyone that connected that so quickly. And you taught me a lot about one move, getting another move. And, and, and listen, I, I have learned so much in the labor movement in the country is should be honored to have you to be our leader. And and a couple days ago, we, we elected you unanimously without consent to be our leader at the Philadelphia Building Trades because obviously we couldn't find a final leader in you. And I want to congratulate you on four more years of well-deserved uh, leadership of the Philadelphia Building Trades. Well, thank you. Ryan, Ryan, it's, it's great to have you here. And, and, How are and, you? My old home, man. Crowdsy and, and Joe Doc. How are you? I'm fantastic. We, tonight, that's how we're just talking. You know, so Doc started that. So so Doc started the food, and then Ryan Boyer became our co-host. And now, no one gets better food than John we, Doc. That is well. The only Ryan, the only thing that has changed, and I, I I think you may have picked up on it. The only thing that has changed over the years is somehow uh, J Doc. Um, has nudged his his name uh, in front of mine now uh, on <laughs> the byline. It's Jay Doc and Krause. So, <laughs> but let me jump. Let me just say one thing about Ryan Boer, and this is important. For, first of all, John, what John said uh, about you, Ryan, is something he says on a weekly basis, and the leadership. And and there's where you know there's rumors right now about you running for mayor and all those things and. Certainly, you know, we that would be you know, music to our ears. But you also um, do a phenomenal job, obviously, uh, running the, the Laborers District Council. You got a new apprentice training facility there on Broad Street. Um, and it's one of the things investing in our futures as, as, as a labor community. Talk about that, because I think the most incredible thing is what our union community is. We're always working for today and tomorrow. Yes, I, I would like to first thank the, uh, the membership of the Labor District Council who allow us to take uh, a portion of their wages to, to fund that. And they know that 30% of that, that building is to be used to populate the, the, the whole entire uh, union labor market of tomorrow. We, we must change. We must diversify more. And uh, John Doherty was given a tour. It's a state-of-the-art facility. We can do we can do a lot of training. We don't believe in building buildings. We believe in building people, and that is just the investment that we made. That building total cost is over $30 million, so we don't intend for it to not be successful. And the Sam State and Senior Pre-Apprenticeship Program that is co-chaired by John Doherty is going to make our industry even more diverse than it is now. And we get, we get tagged. But the Philadelphia Building Trade is now at 32% diversity. It is more diverse than any industry in the city of Philadelphia, period. You, take, uh, you could take architects, engineers, lawyers, anything. It is the most diverse industry 
in the Philadelphia region, period. And, and it only happens with union construction. You look at some of these non-union cities. There, there are no African-Americans on any construction site in D.C., Baltimore. I travel them all. So I am proud of the Philadelphia building trade. And just like we have a leader like John Doherty, if we're not being perfect, then he pushes us to do better. But it's not to say that we're not doing well now. Let me jump in there, Joe. Hey, Joe, let me jump in. Let me tell you, I was up at the facility, right? I was there a week ago Friday with Sam Jr., right? And by the way, we can't underestimate, you know, Sam Sr.'s effect on the industry, but Sam Jr. has not led his legacy down. And his name's on that building, and he is significant in that building. And what I love is that he's taken the team of He's, he's put a very diverse board together. He's put politics and labor together. He's brought people in. And the facility is not top-heavy with anything. It's just really, it's really sharp. They're going to be able to educate. They've got whiteboard walls everywhere. They've got computers everywhere. They, they, and I said before, you know, they, they have, like, basically uh, uh, the basic principles of getting up and going to work. You're going to learn them here. You know, they got a healthy little cafeteria where everybody's going to be able to get a couple bites to eat, okay? I mean, they have – the facility has hands-on, but more importantly, it has a, a virtual a look to it. They did a fabulous job. You know, I can't wait. It's going to be open in the groundbreaking as soon. Ryan will probably give us an update on that. But yeah, the groundbreaking is, uh, is, is the 25th of June. Uh, we're, we're going to – the 25th of June at 10 a.m., we're going, to, we're going to do a groundbreaking. And as John said, a streamline, because what we want to do is teach people the value of work and that we have dignity in work and that you have to get up at a certain time for work. Our pre-apprenticeship program, everyone knows, it start, classes start at 7 o'clock. If you get there at 7 o'clock, a minute after 7, there is a note on the door telling you that you're too late, come back next year. Not tomorrow, next year, because we believe that in union construction, we want the best rate, but we want the best people doing this job. Because we believe in, while we believe in fair wages, we believe in giving you a fair days of work as well. Ryan, let me ask you to emphasize and help the listening audience understand a little bit the magnitude of what it means to be able to share with the audience tonight a $30 million job building that is going to educate and teach the future workers for years and years to come. It's a staggering number, and it's an unbelievable achievement to be able to say it. Oh, yeah, it's a staggering number. But you can think about the lives that we affect and change. We just did a, a survey of our membership. Uh, our average age, uh, our median age is, is 43 years old, and the median income of a laborer is $69,700 per year with full benefits, full pension, and we only are less than 10% of our people have college degrees. So these are people who don't have any student loan debt, anything, and that's the median income. That That's not the average income, that's the median income. So most people, if you take median, are on the other side of $80,000 without a degree. 
and that is just the labor. So when you take some of the higher paid trades, like my good friend on the phone has the highest paid trade in the industry and the electrical workers, those guys are north of a hundred thousand dollars with the with an associate degrees from an accredited apprenticeship training program with no debt. This is the way to go. Government should invest in our training facilities and our apprenticeship programs because they work. And the building is just one part. I don't care, really don't care about a building. I care about the people that the building is going to help. We build people. Buildings are easy, but we build people, Joe. Well, and the follow-up to that is all of that money uh, that's earned then reshapes the communities. It then reshapes the generosity that comes from the trades and the union workers. And, and, And whenever there's a need in this city, the first one, the first hand up, uh, is a member uh, of the of the unions. The first, it, it, they're first in they're first in line every single in time, that, Ryan. In the same survey, we have sixty two hundred members in the Labor District Council. Over three hundred and seventy members are little league coaches, right? And every time you get the Potter's House, Miss Kim Jones, they call John Doherty. We light up. We light up Bow House Row. We're we're now fixing PHA housing so people can come in. All these are jobs that we're doing. As benefits to the communities, our members don't earn a dime. They're volunteering their services. We are your, we are your coaches. We are the, we, we are the fabric of this community. This community doesn't go without members that are filling up your building trades. Go to any. I'm, I'm in, I'm in Ocean City, Maryland now because my my son is playing basketball, but he played football for the Springfield Cougars, and the head football coach was a tradesman. From the Philadelphia building trades, that's just a fact. Yeah, and, and one of the reasons we do the league, we 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 are, and, and the one of the reasons we do it because we make a decent wage, and we can afford to do it. And, and Ryan, that's really what the show's all about. You know, showcasing who we are as a union community because God knows the media won't do it. Having said that, John Doherty, uh, you know. You've championed um, you know, all of our leaders with the building trades, nobody more than Ryan Boyer. But I will tell you this, and Ryan has been a co-host on this show, uh, and, and we've had tons of shows. Um, your leadership, the words that Ryan Boyer ha- has, has just said in return, it mirrors all of our leaders that are on this show and, and the words and the leadership that you've provided. Um, talk about what that means and particularly, it's a great show of the solidarity that was shown this week. Well, just so you know, when you talk to Ryan Boyer, he's the head of the district council. And it's pretty, it's pretty easy to recognize Sam Staven Jr. Okay, but there's a couple other bookends there. Jimmy Harper, okay, who's one of our main trustees, along with Fran McLaughlin, who's a superstar, along with Joey Baggs, who works for Dennis Pagliotti at the Bricklayers. Both of them guys are significant clogs and big players inside the building trades. So Joe Baggs, Franny McLaughlin, and Jimmy Harper are our trustees. I don't make a financial decision at the trades where I don't have the three of them together. Okay, Jimmy Harper, and then the other superstar, okay, in the making is Esteban Barrett. Okay, represents the Latino community well, very significant, does heavy highway and almost every hole and every person doing any labor that you see in the street primarily in Philadelphia, Esteban's people are there. 
I know he's increased his membership, and he's also come up with some really cool initiatives to try to open up these streets in a hurry. He proposed things to our mayor, I know, at least three times since, you know, Mayor Kenny's been in office that would help facilitate paving streets, fill these bottles. He's big on that. And a lot of it is, you know, with uh, concessions and competitive adjustments so that our streets are full. And Esteban also sits on the SEPTA board, okay, and he's going to be great there. You talk about having a Philly representative. He's a Philly guy. So you have Ryan Boyer, Sam Staden Jr., Jimmy Harper, and Esteban Vera. Okay? And listen, John, let me tell you how significant Jim Harper is. In our international union, Local 413 increases membership by the most percentage in the whole international union in, in America and in Canada. It is, it, is, it, is, it is a tribute to Jim Harper, Jim's leadership. Yeah, but here, Brian, and here's what, this is what this show's about, okay? If we don't have this show, and that's why this show is one of the most well-listened show on radio, uh, talk radio, all weekend. I think it's number two or three. Okay, that, we have that many people listen to us. And why? Because nobody understands that the labor's union, okay, has, has, with Jim Harper's leadership has grown, or that you've got a $30 million training facility that's going to be part of every pre-apprenticeship initiative for years to come, or the fact that you chair, okay, the Delaware River Authority when it got stable financially and, and there no toll increases for the first time in a long while. Okay, they don't understand that. They don't know that the, the average labor makes $70,000 a year with full benefits. So we're telling them that. Because if you listen to the Inquirer or you listen to some of the naysayers, they would think that we're uneducated goons. Okay? Instead, okay, we're loaded. Okay? And very few people, you go into any of these buildings and ask any of these big corporations or law firms, how many of their people coach them? One, they would not know, and two, they would not have anywhere near the percentage that you just announced. So it's really no, and, 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 and you know, and you know, now South Philly EMI, that that is all tradesmen. On every field we go to, we see tradesmen, and and you're right, John. We need this program because we need to get out our message that we are the way. And and the other day, you said to all of us. That it used to be the difference between union and non-union. Now it's the difference between union and non-human because they want people to work in dangerous conditions without even giving them adequate uh, wages. So that is non-human. And we have to couch it in those stark terms so people can realize that we need to have unions on every job. If you look at some of the jobs that non-union can work through, my wife will walk by a job and say, you need to go there, babe. I know they weren't union because they didn't have a hard hat, they had on shorts or whatever. And she's a therapist. She doesn't know construction, but she knows safety when she sees it. And, and, hey, Ryan, and Ryan. Cut, hey, Ryan, Joe, I got to cut you off with some breaking news. We're All coming right. down the stretch here, man, and there's about six horses can win the Belmont Stakes. Hot Rod Charlie's out in front. Rock Your World front is neck neck. Essential quality. They're, they're all neck and neck now, buddy. They're every one of them. They're coming down the wire. There's three or four people have? right here can win this. Huh? Who do you uh, have in the Belmont? Well, listen, uh, I do what Celie tells me here. We pick a couple horses each race, and uh, she has a, a phenomenal record, so I'm not going to her. So she went with essential quality and rock your, uh, rock your world 
as the as the two. There's probably not a lot of big payout here. I like Rocky World. I like I like that name. Well, now it's down <laughs> to two horses, so I'm trying to figure out who the heck it is. It's just two, and they tore up they're, the field. Yeah, they're so breaking away, they're, man. They're breaking away. J-Doc, you're not going to go into a race play-by-play, play, are you? <laughs> okay. Hold on. It's two and a four, so I think it's a central call. I think she might have won, to be honest with you. Yeah, but I, I, John, I want to say something to Ryan real quick. Two minutes before the break, I'm, boys. I'm, I'm looking at these jockeys, and I'm saying that Ryan Boyer is in good enough shape right now to be a, to almost be a jockey. But nobody's mentioned that, Ryan. I've seen I've seen some of the presentations. You look amazing, my friend. Well, listen, I got I got got a, got got some ways to go, but you know I'm I'm starting to take my health a lot more serious. And I appreciate you for noticing that, you know. Well, I'm taking notes. Every time you go on Facebook, there's a picture of you with that purple sweater. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Boyer, our special guest here in hour number one, finishing up hour number one of the two-hour John Doherty special here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. As we go to the break here to end hour number one, uh, Ryan, I say thank you. Thanks a million, man. The only thing I didn't, I, it's the one thing about you, Ryan Boyer, that I do not like, and this goes back oh, all boy. the way back you know to when we coming, first, uh, first connected. Uh, you love the star, and I appreciate that you do. It's the only kink in the armor, my friend. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Hey, John and Joe. And and Joe, please have a great day. And I love this show. Thanks. Love All you, right. Ryan. Good Thank stuff you, with Ryan Boyer. We'll get to a commercial break. We roll on the other side back in a moment. This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. 